Hi, and welcome to episode 12 of the Desert Island Punks podcast. I'm Jake, and I play in punk rock band Jake and the Jellyfish, and this is my podcast where I interview friends of mine and people I admire in the punk rock scene. I ask them which five albums, book, and luxury item they would take if they were stranded on a desert island, and we talk about how those choices have influenced who they are today. This week, I'm joined by country folk punk artist Chloe Hawes. We hung out over coffee in my kitchen in Leeds just before we headed out for a few shows together. We talk about our mutual love for Laura Jane Grace, uh, whether deep heat is flammable or not, borrowing lyrics and loads and loads of other stuff. I really, really hope you enjoy the interview. Subscribe and rate on all the podcast apps and everything. Um, rating apparently helps us reach more people. Who would have thought it? Um, next week, my guest is the awesome Erica Frias of Reviver and also her solo work. Enjoy and thank you for listening. Chloe, welcome to Desert Island Punks. How are you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm kind of fucking knackered, if I'm honest. <laughs> ready for the big now. weekend? <laughs> yeah. In theory, I'm ready for the big weekend. Uh, what have you? So, how? When did you come off tour? Uh, I got back on Saturday, I think. Sweet. Yeah. And that was how many days? It was only six days. Oh, so. not, kind of like a just a little. It's like enough to make it feel out. like a tour, but like not yeah. like. Not to come back and just be absolutely shot to bits and yeah, yeah, sure. knackered. Yeah, yeah. And that was good? Yeah, it was. It was. Some really cool uh, DIY spaces and sort mm-hmm. of community projects and things that have cool. kind of restored a little bit of faith in humanity. Yeah, but it seemed like it was. It, it seemed like it wasn't like just gigs either. There was like another aspect to it, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. so um, Maya from Quiz the Front was doing a talk about her experiences, a trans woman uh, in like the music industry and mm-hmm. just generally in life. So it was it was interesting. I learned a lot as well, which yeah, was but, yeah. a nice kind of... Yeah, because you, you were saying on the way here that like there was a lot of stuff that you don't realise is the case if you're yeah, trans. As, as, yeah, as a cis person, yeah. I kind of got a bit more of an insight into... Obviously, I'm never going to know fully what it's like being no, a trans yeah, person, yeah. but just some of the things that you have to deal with day to day and yeah you just sort of things that you just don't you, you don't consider because yeah. you like I've, I've never really needed to yeah, um, for, yeah. for obvious reasons so yeah but that's kind of cool it's kind of like eye opening yeah. I suppose yeah yeah definitely yeah, take they, your privilege kind of yeah yeah well yeah because even like well we spoke about it for like three minutes or something mm. and then you told me something that I had never even thought of yeah yeah. yeah exactly exactly that's cool so are you are you ready have you, your choices ready I do yeah I yeah. think so I might change my mind halfway through on yeah, some that's cool. of them <laughs> Sweet. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna send you away to this island. Yep. Um, be gone. Be gone to the island. Yep. I'm there. I hear the sea. Yeah. You're there. You're feeling. <laughs> you're feeling amongst the waves. Yep. Yep. Three. Um. Uh, what's your first choice? Um, I think it's it's kind of got to be American Idiot, Green Day. Cool. Um, I remember very distinctly being seven, eight, maybe, around my next door neighbours. And she had a copy of International Super Hits. Yeah, yeah. Which was that's like the, 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 like the, the greatest hits yeah, yeah. album. Um, and I remember hearing it was Minority for the first time, which isn't on American Idiot, I'm aware. Yeah. Um, but I remember being in her room and we were just like proper air guitar it out <laughs> along to it. And, and we were so shocked that they say fuck them all in it. Um, yeah, yeah. And we'd sing along at the top of our lungs. And then at the fuck them all, we'd just be like, them all. <laughs> <laughs> and we thought we were, we were hilarious. Um, and that Green Day was kind of my first entry into that kind of world of, world of, of, of punk. punk. I, I know it's kind of a, a contested issue as to what counts and what doesn't, but I can't yeah. be, I can't be asked for that. Like for me, that was the the first foray into that just guitar music. Yeah, um, sure, yeah. 
and listening back, I was, I was listening to it yesterday, listening to it now, but I didn't realise, obviously as like a nine-year-old or however old I was, um, you realise just how much is actually going on in that album. And, yeah, you know, it's, quite, it's quite, I think it's really interesting now. Because yeah. like, I, all right, so how old are you? 20... I'm 22. 22, right. So when it came out for me, I was probably like 14, 15 or mm. something. And like, I, I must have been into like international super hits for probably like six months yeah. before that. Do you know what I mean? Like I yeah, only yeah. like just got into them. And then they released that and I was like, oh my God, they sold out completely. Really <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Classic. Like, yeah, you know when you're 14, you just hate everything. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, and so I was like, I absolutely like, I was like, oh God, yeah, this is not real punk or whatever. Yeah. And then like I came back to American Idiot like years later. Like not even that long afterwards, like maybe mm. like four years later. And I was like, it just, to me, it just sounds like a Green Day album. Yeah. Like it doesn't, really sound any different to no. me. Like, I mean, some of the songs are a lot longer. Yeah, there's that, but yeah. Yeah, I think I, I saw it... It's been it's definitely been described as, like, a, a rock opera yeah. in the past. And, yeah. and I'm like, mm. I kind of... I kind of see it just from the the stories and the characters. Yeah, sure, yeah. Um, and I, I will fess up to having seen American Idiot, the stage show. Is it good? It, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It was, <laughs> It was one of those, it, it started and I was like, I've made a great mistake. <laughs> I'm about to watch one of my favourite albums get dismantled in musical theatre form. Um, but it, it was all right. But it was like Newton Faulkner. Remember him? Yeah. Uh, he was playing like the lead guy in it. Really? Um, yeah. I didn't so know that it was, was <laughs> it was like, <laughs> it was a whole thing. Um, but yeah, it it was pretty good. And yeah. again, it's it's very much a response to, you know... Iraq and, did, and the Bush did administration. How end up there? I don't know. But I mean, man can sing, so... Yeah, I mean, yeah. Fair play. Yeah, he can sing, <laughs> I suppose, yeah. I mean, like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a weird crossover, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. I just like, that's not from what sort I... of acoustic guitar, like, drum... Yeah, yeah. I like how you did, the, you did the wobble as well, like the... Dum. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. When yeah. you, like, play the acoustic guitar. Uh, covers a massive attack to being in a Green Day musical. Yeah. There's, a, there's a lot going on there. But yeah, I think... It's one of those albums that I loved it at the time just because I was like, yeah, this is, this is cool. I'm, yeah. I'm really hard this on something. Rock. Yeah, <laughs> this is this is rock. This is noise. Um, and now, as you know, being a bit older and looking back, it's also very relevant. Yeah. Maybe maybe more relevant now than it yeah, has I been th- since think, it came out, unfortunately. I, think it, I do think it's a good album. Well, I mean, I, if I'm honest, I haven't listened to it all the way through for a really long time. Yeah. But I still think Holiday's a really good song. Oh, yeah. It's just like, that Big is time. a proper banger. Yeah, yeah, And then, like, if you actually... I mean, if you're a Green Day fan, you either have seen them live or have watched... Probably watched live videos. Yeah. But I remember that... So that came out, and my brother was really, really into that album. But, like, because mm. cause it was, like, super mainstream. And, like, I, I think when I was 14, you know, I, I mm. considered myself not mainstream. Yeah. Um, but then I watched the DVD he bought, the Bullet in the Bible DVD. Oh, yeah. It's well good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, like, really fucking good and even like a 14 or 15 whatever how old I was I was like I was like all right fair enough that was really good (laughs) yeah yeah you can't really contest it well I've I've seen them a couple of times and the first time I saw them um Joan Jett was supporting who I'm just going to slide that in as like an honorable mention yeah yeah, fair enough um and I was just like this is is like the best day of my life (laughs) (laughs) I was like probably 14 15 about to watch Green Day and then Joan Jett and the Blackhearts are doing a set you know that's weird. That's, that's I, never, I never really listened to Joan Jett, but you kind of wonder like how I don't know. Like I understand because like Green Day are huge, and in reality Joan Jett's 
it's not really huge. Like, no, but like has got this kind of legendary status, yeah. even if she probably couldn't sell out a stadium herself. Yeah, yeah, she's like so influential. Yeah, you know yeah. What I mean, Massively. so it's, it's a bit like uh, so my the first proper well the first like big gig I ever went to was go see uh, Chili Peppers. Oh sweet. After um, after their Easter, I think it was after their Easter greatest hits. I think because it was just after. By the way, came out and then yeah. they, and they did like a tour on it. And supporting was fucking. Um, uh, it, I think it was like I think it was Idlewild. I oh, know it wasn't Idlewild. It was Chicks on Speed, which was a band that are not good. <laughs> no, <laughs> it really did not like. Is there anything uh, um, like their band name? I can't imagine. That. And they got like fucking um, booed to shit. And like to be fair, that was not it was not nice, but they were they were dreadful. And then yeah. James Brown. And like what I know, like right, James Brown supported the Chili Peppers. You think about yeah. like he fucking probably like the reason they existed Exist is, is because of James yeah. Brown, yeah. But it was really funny as well wow. because like we were all completely clueless. So yeah. like uh, like me and my mates and like for me like he did like an hour set and twenty minutes of it he was being introduced and I thought the guy that was introducing him was James Brown <laughs> and then he was just like and James Brown came just on just gassing himself up to <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I was just like and then this other guy came on and was like oh so this is James Brown and then he yeah. did twenty minutes and you know he was dead old at the time do you understand yeah, yeah. why he only was, like he did an hour set but in reality he did half an hour max yeah yeah uh, but yeah I just remember like even coming away from that and going like or like a year later or something going like how did that happen yeah we can sort of understand that yeah. it's but it's pretty wild, so isn't yeah, it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's fucking nuts, you know, especially that I saw James Brown and didn't and was completely unaware who this man was. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? You're kind of like, ah, if only I could, like, claim that when I actually cared. Yeah, <laughs> you know massively, what I mean? massively. But you can, still, you can still have it. You can still be like, yeah, that's all James Brown. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was yeah, right. No biggie, <laughs> yeah. no biggie. <laughs> um, yeah, have you got a song off of American Idiot you would, like, particularly... I think Jesus of Suburbia. Really? Yeah. And A nine-minute epic. Yeah, which to be fair, I think it's probably one of the biggest criticisms is well, not biggest biggest criticisms, but maybe one of the reasons why people call them not punk. Yeah. Because they just decided to do nine minutes. Yeah, but then I'm also kind of like, is is that not a little bit what punk's about? Just doing yeah, I mean, the like they, want yeah, I mean, like within reason. arguably, like they could not give a fuck. Yeah, like you know, like, like, absolutely, absolutely, and that that is, it's sort of three or four, bangers, in yeah. one thing, and I just remember being really impressed before I was really playing music properly just how they managed to get it all in together and, and interweave all those different parts and it's it is three four different songs yeah but yeah, yeah. these seamless transitions and it is one song as well yeah yeah it's cool yeah I, I, I have a lot of respect for them and like they got a lot of they got a lot I mean I've written about this bizarrely but like they they've been accused of selling out like three times oh yeah do you know what I mean like they're it's always like getting every, every other album cycle it's yeah, like yeah. Oh, Green Day sold out so yeah, it's like, do well, they not sell out in 97 yeah like they, you know? have they really like yeah. <laughs> um, alright cool we'll move on to number two yeah um, against me another band that gets accused of, of yeah. selling out an awful lot um, I'm actually really into that is it New Wave that album at the moment yeah kind of gone back but the one I've chosen is Transgender Dysphoria Blues cool um, I fucking love that album yeah so. I mean, it's, it's just, it's unreal. And I, I don't think there's, there had been an album up to that point that did as much as that album did. Yeah, you sure. Know? Um, and again, it's a bit of a concept album theme emerging. Yeah. But yeah. At least a good but, concept album. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. There's a whole bunch true. of not so great ones. Yeah, yeah. Without smashing pumpkins or something. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I just think it sparked a lot of conversations that weren't being had before. Not all of them kind of entirely positive, yeah. things like that. And obviously, I think Laura Jane Grace has got huge amounts to do with that for, for obvious reasons. But I remember that kind of being, that triggering the first sort of conversations um, about sort of LGBT issues in general, yeah. Yeah. certainly between me and my mum. You know, it's obviously very different because I'm, I'm a cis person, um, but I am gay. And it was one of those things where that conversation started to be had, even though I hadn't like come out. Yeah, yeah. It was talking about LGBT issues and just sort of, you know, turning the line, seeing where we were at. Um, That's kind so, of cool. That's yeah, yeah. It's, it's interesting because it's one of those things where I don't have any experience of being a transgender person, um, obviously, but it, there was still lots of kind of connections I was able to make to that album at the time. Yeah, being, sure, yeah. Being in the closet. So. Um, somebody I... Uh, I won't name, um, because you probably hate me for naming. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> but he said, like, we were talking about Against Me, because, like, they are one of my favourite bands. And yeah, yeah. One of my biggest influences, really. And uh, this person also loves them. But he said the main reason he, he didn't like that album so much was he couldn't relate. Yeah. Whereas, and I was like, I can understand your point. That's one of the reasons I like it. Because yeah. it's like it's you're seeing yeah you're seeing a new perspective yeah um, and I get what he means because he like he's big on relating with lyrics and stuff and yeah. I was like but I even in that album like I can relate with some of those lyrics yeah. and I'm I mean reality like in reality I'm quite far removed you know what I mean yeah. like I'm not I'm not part of the LGBT community yeah. like you know as much as I respect and want to yeah. help out okay. you know and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah sure yeah like I mean I am fundamentally a straight white dude yeah <laughs> like but I can still I can still see, you know, it's a bit like reading a story or something like that. You yeah. know, you still relate to characters in stories yeah. that aren't. And you can you. still you can still kind of empathise with the situation even if you don't have mm. experience. Yeah, sure. Of it, yeah. You know? um, but yeah. I think that's one of the things that um the album does quite well, because they're like, again, banger after banger. Yeah, like, that's it. They're still bangers, right? So many great tunes. Um and you kind of end up engaging with something that you maybe otherwise wouldn't have ended up engaging with yeah. because it is this band that you love and there are some great tunes so okay yeah maybe you can't relate to it entirely on on the same level yeah. or even a little bit on the same level that Laura Jane Grace is writing from but you're still engaging with it yeah sure. even if it's not an entire I think it's yeah I think it's the fact you know you, you can like, I remember when that album came out and like I really remember if I put it on like I've got such a place in my yeah like I was listening to it at the time yeah. in my head and like I was at work and I was just like singing out all the all the choruses. Yeah, yeah. And then people would be like, "What are you saying?" I was like, "Oh, just singing this song." You know, like because yeah, yeah. It, it's just like you do, kind of don't think about it, and then you do think about it, and you're like, "Shit, oh, yeah, like, yeah. there's just... some statements being yeah, made." Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, no, you can probably understand why they were like, "Like, yeah. what are you saying?" <laughs> and also, like that album artwork as well. Yeah, I think yeah. It's sick. Like proper, proper good. The whole that whole thing is just. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do. I think you're right about about it. Like it's sparking conversations as well. Cause mm. it, I mean, I, I, I like. I'd like to think that the punk community was inclusive mm. beforehand, but like it definitely pushed the conversation forward. Yeah. And like, uh, no, I wouldn't say that that album in particular, but that it, it was part of a movement that was yeah, happening, yeah, and it definitely. was a big part of a movement that was happening at the time. Yeah, and I I love going to against me shows nowadays because you've got like such 
an incredible mix of people yeah, in absolutely. the same room. Yeah. Like there's this super kind of queer LGBT audience as well as the people who have been going to see against me for 10, 15 years. Mm, yeah, sure. And everyone is just in the same room, enjoying the same music because they love the band. And like, it literally doesn't matter. It's true as well, I think. It's maybe a bit of like an idealised, romanticised yeah. way of looking at things, but... It's, a, it's better to look like, at things in a romanticised way. I think. Yeah. Then, I mean, like, cynicism, we all do cynicism well. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But doing, like, romanticising things isn't... But, like, for two hours, that those two kind of different groups of people... Yeah, yeah. Are, in, in the same room, posi, singing along to the same yeah. music, you know? And, I also and think, that's sick. I think you're right as well, because I think a lot of people came to Against Me, discovered Against Me because of the work that she was doing or the yeah. message that she was putting out, mm. which then spread out further, yeah. further afield to other people that also felt the same yeah. views or had, you know, the same, whatever, you know, related yeah, yeah. in some way. And like, so I think, yeah, you're right, like Against Me crowds no longer are just for the punks, which yeah. might well have been beforehand, I don't know, but like, yeah. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, any particular song off that album? Black Me Out. Yeah, fair dues. Yeah. yeah. Do you like the... I, I absolutely love the acoustic versions of that as well. I don't think I've heard it. If you know, it's just, no. like, it's just on YouTube yeah, somewhere. Yeah, I'll but, check that out. It's worth, it's worth checking out. Because it's just, you know, you, it's one of those things, isn't it? You can tell a good song when it's... When it works into... Yeah. Did you listen to the uh, the songs that came out before? They, uh, she released two songs acoustically first before that album came out? Yeah, I think so. Cause yeah. Um, it's slightly different, but they're fucking great as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's also um, an EP as well, isn't there, from a few years before, which is yeah. like four acoustic songs. Yeah, like something solo. like that. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I, I, I love that watching Grace yeah. so much. <laughs> cool. Um, we'll move on to three. Yeah, sweet. Um, Bikini Kill. Cool. Um, Revolution Girl Style now. Uh... I saw Bikini Kill in June. Oh, right, I was going to ask if you saw him. Yeah, and it was just... I went... There were loads of people there who I knew, and mm-hmm. I knew they were at the gig, but I went on my own, and I stood on my own, because I was kind of like, I just want to have this experience. That's cool. Like, to myself. Um, I kind of got into the right girl thing a little bit later than I should have, really. Um, if, I, can under, I can understand, though. I think a lot of people did. I mm. think a lot of people would like to say they didn't. Yeah. But, but it's, it's only really been the last three or four years. But you always got to remember, it was, it was early 90s, really, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know I think, I mean? yeah, like, 91, 92. We're, we're like, that most of us were pretty young when that yeah. came out. Yeah, well, right? I mean, I wasn't born. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, but there's some heavy songs on that. Um, like, Daddy's Little Girl, straight up, just about sexual assault. And mm-hmm. they were dealing with topics that weren't really being spoken about um, and they were dealing with them very, very head on. Yeah. Um, there was no, there's no kind of shine away from certain topics. And the way a lot of the songs are kind of written and delivered, it's just so, it's so simple. Some of the lyrics, like just so straight to the point, not loads of sort of flowery imagery or metaphor or anything like that. It's just bam, here's the yeah. reality of a situation. I think that's really, really impressive, though, because I don't know about you, but, like, uh, do you want more coffee? Oh, yeah, please. Um, I don't know about you, but, like, I find that very, very difficult to do in my songwriting. Yeah. Like... Um, Especially something that's, like, so personal yeah. as well. Because it's, like, you feel like by doing it... Um, by, like, saying it straight up, that you're somehow... It, it, it means less. I, yeah. That's what I feel personally when I'm writing. When actually, yeah. And then when you listen to it, it's like the exact opposite. Yeah, it, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that... It's kind of difficult... 
you know, we're, we're sort of living in a post Me Too mm. movement where more people are coming forward and people, you know, more people are being held accountable and held responsible for, for what they've done. But, you know, it's in 91, 92, whenever this came out, that just wasn't really a thing. No, yeah. Um, so it's kind of on, on multiple levels, like just huge admiration and respect for what they were doing then and are still doing now. And yeah. then also there's some some great tunes on it. I, I think um, it's kind of cool. Well, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I, in a way, I'm surprised, but not surprised that they came back. Like in the, in the same sort of like yeah sentence because it's like I thought they were kind of very much done with it, mm. um, but yeah, it couldn't be a more perfect time. Yeah, it it felt quite apt. Yeah. So again, unfortunately, I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's not like the, the, it's, yes, again, it's, it's one more of those, apt now. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's one of those things that's become more relevant as as time has gone on, I guess. But yeah, and so many bands have come out of that you know, Riot Girl initial movement thing. Yeah, yeah. Like bands like Camp Cope, I think they've got some serious Riot Girl vibes yeah, totally. going on, like, they're for sure. They're Leeds on Sunday. Yeah, they're yeah. in Manchester on Wednesday. I'm, I think I'm, like, I'm trying to, we come back from Belgium, we're probably back at about four, so I'm debating going, but it depends how knackered I am. Oh, yeah, that's that's a long old day, that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I really want to go, um, because oh, I, I be yeah, good. I really, really rate them as a band, mm. especially that first EP. That came out. Yeah, was it? Yeah. Was it, uh, uh, it called Cam Cope? Yeah, just yeah, yeah, Cam yeah. I think that's that's fucking great. Yeah, yeah, class band. But yeah, I think I think Bikini Kill really started something there, and obviously there are bands like Slater Kinney and. You know, they pronounced. Of... Did you know it's pronounced Slater Kinney? Is it? Yeah, I didn't know that for ages. And wow. Like, and I just just googling at one point. I can't remember why. Yeah. Um, and it was just like pronounced Slater Kinney, and wow. I was just like, I don't think I know anybody that's no, ever called ever, it that. No. How do, you, um, how do you spell it though? Like Slater. S L E A T E R. Yeah. So it, Weird. Yeah, I don't know. It's strange. Have you read a book actually? Um, Carrie Brownstein? No, I haven't. It's fucking well good. I've heard it's really good. Yeah, it's really, yeah. really good. I read it um, like this year sometime um, and I've fucking stormed through it. Because it's yeah. just like, again, it's like kind of relatable, kind of semi relatable, kind of semi not. You know, yeah. like, so it's kind of new information, but there's a lot of like touring and yeah yeah the kind of being a musician sort of things but I mean Girls to the Front um, I can't remember who wrote it but that book is like about the Riot Girl movement I've not read that either but I've heard good things about is it not written by um, what's the face Uh, Keeney Kill Kathleen Hanna yeah no she she has written books there's um, I think so and there's a film called The Punk Singer which is specifically about her and a lot of it is taken from that um, Girls to the Front book Uh, but the Girls of the Front book is, is kind of about, it's about all of it. So it covers the music side, but also the right girl meetings and like, yeah. the zines and all of that jazz. Um, yeah, because I think Ren's book was a Kathleen Hanna book. Sure, I'm sure it was. Um, but like, uh, I was, no, it wasn't, it was uh, Slits. Uh, um, the, the, my brain is mush today. Yeah, but, I don't think... Um, yeah, well, I was going to say, the punk scene is great, though. Yeah, that yeah, such really, a good, good, really cool film. Yeah, because it does, it does what that document, that good doc, the music documentary thing does, where, like, I was never, I was aware of Bikini Kill. Yeah. I'd not really listened to much of them, and I came out of it wanting to, like, absorb all the albums. Yeah, you know? yeah, <laughs> like, big time. No, that's, that is a really good film. Um, 
it's also you can watch it for free on YouTube. Fun fact. Yeah, I think that's where I watch it. Yeah, I'm yeah, <laughs> it's got the whole thing on it. So yeah, that's that's right as well. Very easily accessible. <laughs> um, what song off that album? Uh, Double Dare. Yeah. Okay, cool. But it starts with that. We're bikini kill. We want revolution. <laughs> Girls don't know. Um, and then just like this chugging bass line. Um, yeah, it's sick. Cool. So, again, just exactly what you kind of expect from from that song, and not as heavier some of the others on the album which are great songs but yeah, quite yeah. difficult to listen to sometimes yeah it can be, they can be a little bit jarring especially yeah. like when it comes to in a way I think I don't know if it was I don't know, this is a strange thing to say but like that documentary like when I watched it and then you came out and you listened to the album you listened to them differently than if yeah. you, than if you somebody went like his because you understand where it came from yeah you've got more context yeah it, yeah basically. so you like and so the fact that the produ- uh, production isn't very good doesn't really really matter like, no it's a bit like with Against Me like the first Against Me album to me ages to like and now it's one, yeah. like one of my favorites yeah yeah but it's like you need to see them like live or yeah. understand how it was all like put together the energy and, yeah. and stuff yeah that's also a great book uh laura jane grace yeah book. i, I, love I that mean book. it's incredible yeah um yeah i love i love how they will swap their instruments as well bikini kills it was kind of just that you know it's also the sort of not in a weird way it's kind of like not the done thing and people, I think a lot of people that's when you see people sort of their instruments, it almost looks like a little bit unprofessional. So I kind of like it when professional, yeah. like, simply, you know, like in quotation marks, professional bands do it because yeah. it's just like, well, fuck you. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, and also their, their big thing is like, none of us could really play the instruments, so we all just played each other's and just yeah, did yeah. it anyway. Like, that was, I love that. Uh, yeah, like, it was like, that was their yeah, part, so just, why, why are they not playing it? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's taken the DIY thing to, to new levels, isn't it, really? Yeah. Um, but yeah. Sweet, so number four. I don't think I can do one of these without mentioning the Gaslight Anthem. You and Steve are so similar. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and it has to be 59 Sound. Um, that was the first one that yeah. I kind of... I don't, I don't even think it's my, my favourite album of theirs. Why is now, your favourite album of that album? I really like American slang. Do you? I really like that. And I love Single Swim as well. I love that kind of... That's you know, when uh, they're a raw punk band, I'm, I'm you know? Controversially, I don't like Single Swim. No? I just think it sounds like not as good against me. Yeah, um, I think that there's probably probably quite a strong case for that. Actually. Yeah, but, but I also wasn't... A lot of my friends or people that I know that love that album, they, when it came out, that's when they listened yeah. to it. And I didn't. I listened to 59 Sound first. Yeah, and then kind of went yeah, back. Yeah, and yeah. And I, I, I didn't even do that. I listened to 59 Sound. For some reason, I skipped American Slang, and then I went yeah. to Handwritten, and then yeah. I went back. And everyone's favourite Love to Hate album, Get Hurt. <laughs> yeah, I never even listened to it, if I'm honest. Yeah, I, I don't mind it at all, but... Yeah. Seems to be a... I really like I'm Written and people seem to not like that one. I, I do like it. It's definitely it's definitely the most commercial of the lot. Isn't yeah, it? it's polished. But, but it's... that doesn't mean they're bad songs. No, it's got some bangers on it. I, it. I honestly think Brian Fallon is one of the greatest songwriters today. He does. He's very prolific. I, th- yeah. I, 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 my, my, like, if I was to put my, it's, I don't want to criticize people, but if I was to no. put my like uh, producer head on, I think Brian Fallon when he he writes a lot of stuff, but he should write half the amount of stuff. Or like write the amount yeah. of stuff but cut half of it because yeah. then he would just have banger after banger. Yeah. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Rather than like... The solo stuff definitely is is kind of maybe less so. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I think he's great and like yeah. he's he's incredible writing lots of songs that have the same um, chord sequences. Yeah, and stuff it's, like a, that. it's all C, A minor, F, G. And yeah, and it's like, that is actually really impressive. It, it sounds yeah, like yeah. a dig but it's not as impressive. No, it really is because they don't all sound like Ooh. they've got all the same chords. He just has this this way with words where he'll have like th- these two lines that just seem to like, cut you open in yeah. in one yeah, go yeah. or like punch you in the stomach. 
and I think I think Fifty Nine Sounds probably got the most of those. Is that story of, thing again though, isn't it? Where, yeah. you, where you're like, this is a story of somebody I've never. It's like it's like Springsteen, the story of somebody yeah. I've never met, but somehow I relate with everything they're doing. Yeah, massively. And I remember listening to um, Get Her, which is is very much a divorce album. Um, and having never been through a breakup was like, oh yeah, this is like, <laughs> yeah. this is so sad. Oh my god, this is like I feel the pain. I'm like, come on, go with yourself. Yeah, <laughs> sixteen yeah. year old me. <laughs> like yeah. that first, um, that first, uh, well, fifty nine sound is like when I first listened to it. It took me a couple of listens to get into because it is just swamped in reverb, isn't it? Oh yeah, massively. It's, like it's recorded in a It's like these slapback vocals yeah. on on the whole the whole thing. That said, that was probably that's probably one of the first albums that got me really interested in guitar tone. Yeah, um, I can understand that. Just because, and also some of the guitar parts like really cool riffs, but not that difficult to play, which I also liked. Yeah, because it meant that like, I could play along. Like four or five notes, but catchy four yeah, five yeah, notes. Yeah, yeah, Just with like all this reverb and it, you know, I was yeah. like, I need a pedal board right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was funny actually when they they came to do the fifty nine sound anniversary tour. Yeah. Um, Saw them in Manchester, like, I assume with you guys, I imagine. Uh, I actually saw them in at Brixton Academy. Oh, okay. Was it Brixton? No. It was somewhere in London. Yeah. A yeah. London Academy. Yeah. Um, but, like, uh, yeah, I uh, I was, like, watching them, and, like, you can barely hear his guitar. No. In 59 sound. Like, he is mixed right down. Mm. Like, it's almost, like, It's literally that. just the first bit with the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah. when the rest of the band comes in... It's, like, you can barely it. hear it. It's almost, almost just, like... Um, it's almost just like a like a world building thing, yeah. Like it's in yeah, the background yeah. somewhere, and it's built. It's like creating. Yeah, if you if you like, took it out, you'd probably notice it. But yeah, whilst it's in there, you can't really hear not it. Not like yeah, you can't notice the changes. Yeah, or anything. yeah. But yeah, like the uh, the lead guitar on that, I think is, I think is really good. It's, it's you're right. It's like that sort of like, catchy riffs that you can play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I like because yeah. sometimes lead guitar parts are a little. Out of my yeah, oh, dude, so tell me about it. Man. Like, I was saying to I'm a, I'm a four chords and, and yeah. some words kind of gal. I was saying, saying to Joe, uh, Joe York from Petra Girls the other day because, like, we go way back. Like, he, he, like, when Jellyfish was starting up, yeah. like, and I was making that transition from like being an acoustic act to yeah. sort of trying to put a band together. He played bass for right, cool. a, a bunch of a bunch of the time I was trying to do it. Um, we were talking about because he's a really good guitarist, and I was like saying about stuff, and he was like, "Yeah, but I can't do a lot of stuff. I just do the Joe York thing really, really well." And I was like, "Yeah, I kind of understand that because it's like, like I resign myself to the fact years back now that like I am a songwriter and not a guitarist. Yeah, yeah, you're not you're not going to be shredding up the front. Yeah, there. yeah. And it's like I'm getting better here and there, but man, like, yeah, it's like there's there's a reason why like I love simple but cool shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Because it's like I can relate. That's a giveaway, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, cool. So what song from 59 song? This this was really difficult and I think it would be different every day of the week. But I've I've I'd go for um Heinleinsome. Ooh. Which I didn't realise for a long time that that chorus Brian Fallon does this thing where he basically copy and pastes other people's lyrics. A lot. Yeah, he does, yeah, yeah. And but I don't know many of the other so, than, like the obvious Springsteen ones. M- yeah, yeah. Um Maria came from Nashville with a suitcase in her hand. Is Accounting Crows like all of that? Is I from, actually know that um, song as well. Like, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, it's, it's on always and everything after. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I think it's the first song round here. Yeah, yeah. That is just taken straight out of that, and I never knew that, and I always loved that line. And then I got really into Accounting Crows. What a shock! Um, <laughs> and I was like, fuck. And I just think, fair play. Yeah. Like 
you love that's these lines. That's fucking dead strange because I you're just I, putting them straight into your own songs. I love that album. Yeah. And I know that song and I know those lyrics, but mm, I never just never put two. Yeah, I never realised that like they just. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, it's it's. You just got to respect it, yeah. haven't you? It's kind of shameless, and he does it a lot. but it's like. Yeah. But it's because he's doing it in a different way. Mm. It's yeah, cool. you know and I mean? it, and it's so obviously a nod to influences rather than being like, oh, I'm just gonna copy this and see if I get away with it. Like yeah. it's so in your face and obvious that yeah. it's very clear what he's. It doing. almost that makes it. It's like hiding in plain sight, isn't it? Yeah, so, yeah, absolutely. That, um, yeah. Oh man, Count Crows get overlooked a lot as well. Yeah. That, that album is killer. Yeah, great band, great yeah. band. Yeah. Cool. So, shall we move on to number five? Yeah. Um, again, difficult to choose one album, but, and, I, and I sort of have to. We'll keep it. We'll keep it in New Jersey. I have to mention Springsteen. Yeah. Um, nice. I could. I could probably quite comfortably have all five of Springsteen albums. <laughs> in all seriousness. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Um, I mean, like, especially. But, but that'd be a bit days. boring. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, I've gone for Born to Run. Again, cool. nine, nine minute epic with Jungle Land. Yeah, man. I just think you start you start in a an album with Thunder Road, which I think is probably one of the best songs ever written. You've got Born to Run in the middle, which is up there with some of the best songs yeah, ever yeah. written, and then Jungle Land, which is just it's weird, pure right? poetry. Because it's like you, you know, know? greatest hits, and somehow Jungle Land isn't on it, and no. somehow um, uh, Tenth Avenue Freeze Out isn't on it. Yeah, and it's just like. But all of those songs, I mean, 10th Avenue Freeze Out is on Born to Run as well. Yeah, I mean, exactly. It's yeah. just, it's huge. That whole album. I suppose at some point you've got to, like, <laughs> if you're doing a great sense of somebody like Springsteen, yeah. at some point you've got to go, like, we've got enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can't have every single song on here. <laughs> That'd be a long just, compilation. Just be, just be Born to Run. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah just buy that album. But yeah, I'm a huge Springsteen fan. And I, weirdly, I was really into Springsteen. Um, and because I was into Springsteen, my mum was like, oh, there's this band called The Gaslight Anthem that you oh, should right. check out. Which, and I feel like it probably should have been the yeah. other way around. <laughs> um, but yeah, there's, I mean, obviously there's a, quite a big link between Springsteen and Gaslight. But they were both, I think, I think they're probably my biggest influences, mm-hmm. songwriting-wise. Yeah. Not because I think I've, I've achieved sounding as good as either one of them, but... That's certainly where, no, I'm, where that's I'm trying that's to... That's what anybody thinks of when, you know, if you say, like, that's my biggest influence. No. Nobody's going, like... Yeah. No, it's like, not as a... Yeah. Try writing Born to Run. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's... Um, that's definitely what I kind of aspire to. That yeah. that sort of level of... As I say, I feel feel like there's pure poetry in, in parts of it. Um, and that's kind of... Yeah. What what I'd love to be able to, to do. And I, Born to Run came out when Springsteen was 24. So I'm like, I've got a couple of years, <laughs> and then maybe that can, you know, yeah, man, like I, one I magnus opus. <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't start, um, I wouldn't start that game. It's <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> not a fun no, game to no, go no, down. No, 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 giving yourself time pressure to. Yeah, it's like um, I can't remember. I think I might have said this in the book, but it was uh, it's like that thing. I was uh, like, it was some meme or something. You're going like, like ah, oh, twenty, twenty eight, twenty nine. Got my whole life ahead of me. Yeah. And then it's like you're watching like football, and it's just like this person comes on, it's like they're thirty years old. So old, a miracle. <laughs> and he's just like, no. I think it was like a while back as well. Somebody, like, I was watching, I mean, I'm, that makes it sound like I'm watching football all the time. Like, I'm, like, I can't remember why, but I was watching, I was watching football again. Somebody came on and they were like 16, and I was just yeah. there, like, in my pants. Yeah, yeah. Like a 27 year old, like, <laughs> beer in hand. Yeah, and I was just like, 
man, I'm never going to be a footballer, am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that, that's never going to happen. It's that realisation. Is it <laughs> as if you were you know, ever going to be one anyway? Yeah, exactly. It's really yeah. dawned on you now. <laughs> yeah, it's like now. It's like, wow, well, if I wanted to be, I can't yeah, yeah. now. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe I wanted to be a football player. <laughs> Miss that boat. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, spring scene is just... Yeah. They don't call him the boss for nothing, you know? Yeah, also just, I love how, like, how ballsy it is just to be like, yeah, I've got saxophonists in my band. Yeah. You know, it's just like rock. Yeah. It's just like yeah. he's just there. Yeah, yeah. That's it. This can still be rock and roll. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, just, it's just he funny. Nobody was doing that at the time. In the same no. sort of like no. in the same sort of kind of scene, like for lack of better words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I mean that I I struggled to to pick one, and I was also considering not having Springsteen on there because I'm like, oh, it's just so it's so obvious. I don't know if it is. Um, no, nobody's done it yet. Okay, fair. Um, in fact, uh, we've had a couple of albums a few times. Yeah. Um, but. I don't know. I was I was a uh, I was debating having a rule that you weren't allowed to put an album on that was the same as somebody else. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like that would be make it life even harder. Yeah, so. it's it's very difficult to choose five albums. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe it may, maybe it would make it easier. So I mean, we've had Rage Against the Machine three times. Oh uh, yeah. Um uh, and like I'm I'm okay with it. Different you, albums or no, same, album. same album? Yeah. So okay. it's like I'm okay with it because you can you know ha- I'm happy to chat about it. Yeah, yeah. And everyone, I guess everyone's got different reasons. Yeah, for it everyone's as well. like everyone's discovered them at a different point in time. Mm-hmm. Everyone's like um, yeah, everyone somehow it might it might have influenced their music style, or it might have completely not done that. It might have been just something completely else. But like yeah, um, yeah, I don't know, but. Uh, yeah, it's well, it an evolving concept. Yeah, yeah, definitely. My stolen concept is evolving. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's definitely one of those things on a, on a different day. Probably could yeah. very well choose five the well, entire different albums, you that's know? That's another thing, actually. I was thinking, uh, there's a couple, because obviously a couple of people that have done this, like, really, really close friends. So I was like, I always feel like I could do them again. You know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, ten five podca- different ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ten, ten podcasts down the line, just go, like, give me another five albums. Yeah, yeah. Have a chat for sure. About that. For sure. Um, so we'll move on to your book um, Just Kids by Patty Smith. Cool. And I, I could very easily have had Horses, the album, um, in my five as well. But I was like... I don't no, really... I don't really, I didn't even know Patti Smith released a book, to be honest. Yeah, she's got a few up. Um, really? There's another one coming out in a couple of weeks. I'm very oh, excited. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, again, talking about sort of romanticised, idealised things. Just yeah. it's very much that. Some of, it, some of it in a bit of a problematic way, potentially, like... I don't know how glamorous being homeless in New York actually is. I yeah. imagine not very. Yeah. Um, but Why it's is... just written in such a way where she seemed to have an all right time. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and also she, you know, she's from New Jersey again. Um, probably could have got hopped a bus back home if if it was. Well, I'm thinking like. But... Um... I don't want to sound like an idiot here. Patty, Patty Smith did because of the night. Yeah, yeah, which is written by Springsteen. Yeah, which is written by Springsteen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, I was about to say it, and I was like, I don't want to say this super confidently, and then no, no, you'd no, be wrong. <laughs> no, that is one hundred percent correct. Um, but yeah, I just the way she writes is unbelievable. Yeah, and it was she kind of covers the that Greenwich Village scene mm. and the Chelsea Hotel and just that very specific time in in New York when. It was just all happening. You know, yeah, Leonard Cohen, true. Bob Dylan. There's nothing the, about it. Yeah, yeah, Janis Joplin, like, just that. I assume there's, like, an insane amount of nostalgia. Yeah, massively. But I feel like it, it kind of works. Yeah, uh, of course. But I mean, nostalgia's fun. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like, let's face it. Like, we all love nostalgia. Yeah. Why, do, why do you think they're making another Ghostbusters film? Do you well, know what I mean? Like, <laughs> Very true. <laughs> you know? Very true. Um, uh, like, yeah, and it's just, like, 
I can I can understand that. I think there's a lot of weight to it. People like to knock on things that are just there because of the nostalgia. But it's yeah. like, why? But it's also, you know, it's, it's kind of memoir It's her story and um, Robert. Oh, what is his surname? It begins with M. But he was a photographer mm. and he did the... Um, Mapplethorpe, is that his surname? I might be saying that wrong. Um, but he did the picture for the horses yeah. album um, and yeah just really interesting relationship between those two uh, I think he ended up dying of AIDS in the end as well mm-hmm. so it kind of there's just a lot going on yeah. in that so weird as well I suppose because I'm kind of for, for better or worse means there's almost like an arc of the book I imagine if like if like he gets to the end and yeah, yeah that. and it's it almost feels like it's parts are, are written sort of for him kind of yeah. in his memory sort yeah. of thing which, that really which is cool but it's like definitely well worth reading I mean like um, Patty Smith has been on my list for ages to like, yeah. check out stuff yeah yeah so um, and like just musically and everything it's just like there's one of those ones that I kind of mm-hmm. missed and which I think is bizarre especially considering the scene she comes from yeah yeah but she's, she's just a, a true kind of artist I guess in every sense her Instagram is insane. Really? <laughs> like, she just takes random pictures, but the captions will be, like, almost this mini prose piece yeah, every yeah. single time. Cool. Like, so even if you just look at that, you kind of get quite a good yeah, idea yeah. for <laughs> what she's about, yeah, yeah. In a very 2019 sort of style. Cool. Yeah, yeah I'll take uh, it out. Um, and then luxury item. Yeah. Difficult one. I guess guitar makes most sense. Um... But also, I have a lot of hair. A hairband would would be quite would be quite <laughs> crucial on a desert island situation. Yeah, fair enough. That's a more um, fun response than the guitar. As yeah. much as the guitar is, I understand the the answer of guitar a lot. We've had it a lot. Of yeah, time. yeah. Like, I, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, which is just cool, and I totally get it. Yeah. My 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 favorite response actually was. Uh, a guitar, but like a, a Spanish guitar or Mexican guitar, yeah, because it's nylon strings, so they won't rust. That wow, someone's really thought about that. Yeah, how fucking cool Yeah, yeah. Or like, like, if you if you have a notebook, can you have a pen as well? Or yeah, can you, you only have one? Without yeah, the other? yeah, that'd be done. No, <laughs> <laughs> writing on leaves. Yeah, no, if you, like, yeah, if you had like a notebook, I get you get leaves. Like you know, like somebody's had. TV and I was like, right, you get six channels. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, I was trying to choose the channels. Yeah, yeah, well. <laughs> yeah. And that could be a whole nother yeah, podcast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What channels would you have? Not even TV shows. Yeah, yeah. Channels. I wanted to do a couple of specials as well. Like, um, uh, we were speaking to John from Off with Their Heads. Yeah. And they're all like Stephen King nuts and like, Fair. I love Stephen King. Yeah, so, yeah. So like, I was like, Stephen right, King books. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna do a fucking Stephen King special or something. Yeah. I'd be all over that That'd shit. Um, yeah, headbands are good. A yeah. good answer. Yeah. Or like. Some, some deep heat. I have deep I heat. have rubbish rubbish joints. Oh, right. So some deep heat that I'd uh, that sort me out. Oh, you know I don't think I've ever used deep heat. No. No. I, I mean it's... I don't even really know what I would use it for. No. It just you know your aches and pains. Is that what it is? Yeah. Oh. I guess so. If deep heat want to sponsor on me, your brain. let me know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That'd be the weirdest deep heat. <laughs> weirdest like endorsement ever. Oh, I'd love it. <laughs> the only point it things like kind of yeah i mean i suppose is it flammable could you oh maybe could you use it as like a maybe i've probably got some in my bag i'll check in a minute (laughs) yeah maybe down (laughs) size um no i meant on the i didn't mean like uh, fire to it now i meant read like if it's flammable or not (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I'm really like, flammable. I'm going to start a bonfire in your house. <laughs> so all of your plants. <laughs> um, cool. And then last question. You find a book. Yep. On this desert island. Mm-hmm. And it's got a, a spell on it. It will take you home. But when you get home, all music is Nickelback. Everything resembles music as Nickelback. Oh. You pick up your guitar and you just play, <laughs> just, you just play, play rock song and repeat. Yeah. Would you go home? Oof. I don't think I would. No? No. You wouldn't? If so I, imagine if... imagine a milk a milkman. Not a milkman, well, like ice cream man coming along and said Nickelback thing. Fucking shit. Oh Jesus, yeah. Well how how long will I have been on the island at this point? Um Let's say... Because if it's been like six months, I might have made quite a nice little home for myself. Oh, yeah. That's, you know what that's, I mean? That's, that's kind of interesting, because I would have thought you'd say the longer you were on it, the more desperate you'd be to come home. But if you do... If you, you but might you've be got five great good. albums. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And a book. Um, Some BB. <laughs> uh, I reckon you've been on the island for a month. Mm. Which, you'll remember, like, especially initially, it's going to feel like a long time. That's going to feel like a really long time. Mm. When you're watching TV and films, the music is all Nickelback. Yeah, it's all Nickelback, yeah. Just lightly in the background for a deep moment on a film that you're How many to. albums have they got out? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> too, too many. Like, nine? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just making them up, yeah. We'll go and watch it, a gig. I'm going, I'll come and see Jake and the Jellyfish and we will just be playing Nickelback. <laughs> yeah. I always think it's really funny, like, a concept as well, because we'll be playing Nickelback. The support band or the headline band of Nickelback and the music in between. Yeah, over the channel it will be Nickelback. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, I think I would come home eventually. I yeah. just would have to never listen to music ever again. You just have to try and avoid it. Which would be a Tough. shame. Change your life. I mean, you've got um. Yeah. You've still got cricket. Still got cricket. Yeah. yeah. But I like we haven't mentioned cricket once this podcast, but you still, still have yeah. right this moment. Yeah, we still managed to get it in. <laughs> Weave it into every conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Cool. Well, then, um, uh, I think that's us done. Thank you very much. Thank you. Cheers.